Get the camera up. Where are we? There we are. Flurry of activity to get here on time. Gentlemen, good to see you all. Slightly dramatic morning, getting things done. I'm here, we're in. Colin, thanks for being here. Gareth, good to see you. Thank you, Martin. Bonjour, Tim, good to see you. Where are we at? Phone's over there. Let's get the phone, make sure we're switched off. Give it a moment for people to arrive. It's only just gone one o'clock. Let's get the little aeroplane lit up. So for those of you who haven't already, mobile phones, hold them high, turn that little aeroplane on, zero out of distraction, 100% attention. Oh, see there's a little bit of hair just out of place. Just give it one more moment. Let's see where we get to. Question for all of you that are here now, because all of you have attended most of this week, if not all of this week, what has been useful so far from what we have covered? Having had a chance to reflect on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we're now on Thursday for the last part of this session, what have you started to see differently? Oh, I could have done that differently in this situation. Oh, that's useful actually for that approach. What things are coming up for you now before we dive into number three, uh, number four, sorry. What's been useful? Just looking at the time. Said model and removing the you from feedback. Good, and we're gonna go into that even further today. The said structure is very helpful, good. Like I say, the, the, the preparation piece, great to see you, Claire. The question I just throw into everybody right now is, as this is session four, you know, we are when moving through this, we're into this last stage, this level two. What's been useful so far for you and what you've taken away from this training? And what, what can you see differently or how can you use it differently for the future? Making it non-emotional, good. One of the key things about making it non-emotional when I started picking up and I've shared this with other people before, good to see you again, Cindy, is asking questions that don't begin with why. So it's really important we understand this. It's not saying never ask questions beginning with why, it's about making sure that we get intelligent with the use of our questions and the intelligent use of this question. So in order for us to increase the level of objectivity about what we're doing, we ask questions beginning with what? As I'm not asking that, but the question beginning with the word what, okay? And this just helps us to take the emotion out. It just helps us to remove the, um, you know, kind of the, 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 the sense of attack sometimes. Because when people ask us questions beginning with why, often we feel we have to justify. And you ask a child a question beginning with why, why didn't you do that? What do they do? They make a lot of excuses. Billy did it, the dog ate it, that happened, it wasn't me, it was someone's da 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 da. And yet, as we grow up, we still do that, we just make it more complicated with the choice of words that we use, or nuance it, or make it appear more complicated with the choice of words. But in truth, we're just making excuses and, and defending and justifying what we did or didn't do. So it's important we understand this. So use as many questions as you can that begin with the word what. Rather than why did you do that, what was the thinking that led 
up to that? What were the actions that happened before? So I can completely understand. Remember, seek first to understand before making yourself understood. Ah, we are in. I've already done the kind of the little bit of the setup, but we're going to dive in because I'm conscious of time. Welcome to today's Sticky Learning Lunch with me, Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach and Trainer for MBM, Making Business Matter, the home of Sticky Learning. We are the leadership development and soft skills provider to the grocery and manufacturing industry. Idea of these sessions is to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do, whether that's from home, if you're still working from home. Yes or no, are you still working from home? I'd like to know. Or if it's preparing you to return to the workspace so that you can join in with any conversations, face-to-face -face conversations with your team. Where are we going today? Feedback level two. What do we need to include in this? Recap on Monday. It's all about helping people make the decisions themselves. That's all feedback is. No one enjoys being told what to do unless it's them telling themselves. And I know this is a reiteration, but I want to really make sure this thinking stays in. It's about helping to kind of put a spotlight on things so they can have a look at it and then take responsibility for the actions that need to be taken. So they can start to move forward. Otherwise, they just feel like they're being told, told, told. They'll stop coming up with solutions and stop actually do, do, do for themselves. So it's important we understand that. And then as we got into looking at the said model yesterday, it's then about understanding that there's a time to tell, which is if it's dangerous or urgent, we can tell people to stop doing things or to do certain things because it's critical. But we still always give them that option at the other end. If it carries on, it looks like this. If you change it, it looks like this. What would you like to do? And we still give that person the opportunity to do that. So level one, when we looked at it yesterday, is often we use that for people that have not been in the business very long, um, that maybe don't know the job very well, or they're not aware of a certain situation and they need to be, um, uh, there needs to be an intervention directly. When we get into level two, so let's have a look at level two. This is for when we're talking to people that have potentially been in the business a while they know what they're doing and you're having a more coaching conversation and you're asking a lot more questions to help people answer them themselves so i'm just going to move my camera over my video player over the, a little bit just so i can see because i've got some questions here that i'm going to ask and share with you as we go through this so the key element is is yes one is is tell 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 one sorry tell when you need to but still giving the option when we get down here. The first part and the second stage is asking questions. Because in the majority, everybody knows when they're doing something that isn't right or isn't appropriate or, you know, everyone knows when they're in the car and they're driving too quickly that they're driving too quickly and that they shouldn't be doing it. You know, if you're on the motorway here in the UK and the speed limit's 70 and you're doing 78 and the policeman pulls you over, in the majority, nine times out of 10, who does the person speeding get annoyed at? Open question to you. You're doing, you know, you're speeding on the motorway and the policeman pulls you over, nine times out of the cop, absolutely. And whose fault was it really? 
But what happens is we know when we're doing things that we you know in our heart of hearts, we know if it's working or not working. We can completely comprehend that and feel that. Um, who here as a child got their, and it's gonna be a bit of a strange one, did something like get their head stuck between the banisters or um, get their hand stuck in a tube or any of those sorts of things, yes or no? I was one of those, I was a curious child. I was always putting my um, hands into things that probably couldn't and then, you know, park railings, yeah, amazing. But it's that sensation, and we've all done it as children at some point, it's that hot flush you get where you go. I've now got to own up to the fact that I've got my head stuck in these park railings. Yes or no, has anyone, has any, everyone, I'm, I'm presuming everyone is, yes or no, have you had that sensation at some point in your life? That hot flush that comes up and you're going, shit. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's not just me then, I know. We all know when we're doing these things. Yes, more than I like, but I protracted across the light bulb connector. Put a protractor across the light bulb connector. Yes, I actually got blown across the, good work. Nice job. Um, someone put in a, in a, some, putting, uh, putting something metal in a light bulb connector. Yeah, you definitely got more than a hot flush on that one. Everybody knows, but this is the truth. So this is what I'm getting you to understand. Everybody knows when they do or do not do something. We get frustrated at other people rather than take the ownership ourselves. So we then have a go at the cop for pulling us over for speeding. Who was driving the car? The policeman? Did the policeman tell you to go faster than arrest you? No. So it's about ownership. So I'm gonna give you kind of a super easy example of how we do this with people. You know, lateness is the easiest example to use. You start at nine o'clock, the person arrives at 10 past nine, they're late. So we can start asking questions. We can start to say, you know, well, again, lots of questions beginning with what? So then I'm going to say, what's the conversation going to be about? What's this conversation going to be about? What does this conversation need to be about? Because you're sitting there at 10 past nine, it's kind of obvious. What is the company expectation? If they're not, you know, again, if they're kind of uh, being avoidance in this, it might be, okay, we need to have a conversation about the lateness. Remember me saying this yesterday, objectify the situation, separate the person from the problem so that you can start to find out more of what's going on. So the idea with that feedback being timely is makes it easier um, and more immediate to have that conversation. So we're asking lots of questions about what this situation or what the and advising what the conversation is going to be about. When we get into the action again, is then asking, you know, well. I want to seek first to understand before making myself understood. Rather than shouting the odds and just go, you know, this, this, this. We're going to ask more questions. Again, we want to ask the person we're talking to, what, what was the thinking that's caused this? Remember me saying that just now. What were the actions that led up to this moment? Now, what was the logic that created this situation? 
know what other things haven't you know been discussed yet that would you know that need to be known that cause this so what we're doing is we're finding out as much information here as possible remember me saying what you think of people is how you treat them now if you're coming to this from a place of judgment you're not going to ask any questions in here and it's going to stop you from moving the conversation forward but if i'm seeking first to understand and that person can tell that i'm coming from a place of curiosity and you can tell them that now i'm really i'm keen to understand what's happening here i want to know all the different parts here so that i can give the right level of support for those right things because maybe you find out something about that individual that you didn't know before that does require support. Maybe they've got a gambling addiction and they've been up all night. You don't know these things, these things happen. Maybe they've got a sick relative that they're actually caring for all the time and you don't know that. But if you come in here and start shouting the odds, you're not gonna get the information that you need. I hope this is making sense. When we come into the impact side of it, again, remember it's coming in. We want to find out what's the impact of the thing, the lateness, whatever, on the. And in here, you know, it's going to be about the team, the customer, the business. Brutal one to use. Unfortunately, my pen's running out now. What's the impact on the career development? At no point did I say that this is going to damage your career because I don't think you can say that sort of thing. It's just not okay. No, it's what's the impact of the on the career development? So people can start to make a decision about how it's impacting them. So I'm getting as much information out as possible. We're having a conversation about the thing. They're telling me all the stuff that happened to make it happen. They're telling me the, the impact it's having or could have or the damage it's done. So I'm, they can, I'm, I know everything that's happened. They're telling me all this. They're telling me how damaging it is. So they're letting me know that they're completely aware. It's them telling me. And then when we get to the desired outcome, And this is too long for me to write, so you need to get your pens ready for this one. In your desired outcome, you ask this question. Based on everything that you have just told me, what would you like to do differently to improve this situation? Let me say that again, and I'll break it down as I say it. Based on everything that you told me, so it's not me telling you, or me telling them, sorry. I'm reinforcing the fact that it's them telling me. No one else is telling me. So I'm reinforcing that it's their words in their head of where they're explaining it. So based on everything that you've just told me, what would you like to do differently to improve this situation? And from that, they will then list out two, three, four, five actions. Fantastic. Prime example, gentleman I was working with, he was late. He told me that he'd been up partying or you know, going out on a school night and drinking. Fantastic. What's the impact? So we went through the time doing this at speed. Went through it. No, it doesn't look good for the team because they see me being late. They might be late. Um, what's the impact on the customer? Will they have to wait because I'm not here to do this? Okay. 
what's the impact on a business? Doesn't look good. We could get fined for not supporting the customer. Okay, great. Based on this information that you've just told me, what would you like to do differently? I'm gonna not go out on a school night. I'm gonna set two alarm clocks. Um, I can't remember what else he said. Um, and there was something else. He gave me three actions. And I said, fantastic. And I said, he, he gave me three actions. Because he'd given me three actions, I was able to give the fourth one. I said, well, look, those are great actions and I really appreciate them and I'm hoping you're gonna do that. It's fantastic. I'm also gonna add one more to that. Is it okay to add that to your actions? He says, yes, because he's already got some. It's not just me chiming in with three actions, him adding one. You need to be here 10 minutes before your shift starts to make sure that you're ready to start on time. Is that okay with you? Yes, it is. Nathan, thanks very much, really appreciate it. So he's been doing this, you know, turning out kind of 30 minutes, 40 minutes late. It's been a couple of weeks, we're getting to week three and we're getting to a point where we're gonna be looking at verbal warnings and, and sanctions at this point. So we have this conversation, he sets all this out, what happens next week? Open question to you all, what happens next week? Saturday morning, what do you think happened? Any more takers on that answer? What do we think happens? He turns up 45 minutes late. At this point, I'm so angry. And this, this was uh, several weeks of conversations that have been going on. At this point, I'm so angry. He calls me, the phone goes on my desk. Knife, I'm really sorry, I'm, bam, phone down. Done, I'm out. I'm, I'm good with this. And I'm raging. And I'll explain where this goes to as a, from a point of leadership in a second. He turns up 45 minutes late. He's given me all these actions. We go straight back to square one. And it's not a continuous cycle. So before you think, oh, we're just gonna go around, no, no, no. The, the, then starts, the, the screw kind of starts to tighten, but it's not, who's, who's tightening the screw? Let me ask this question to you in the chat box now, if you're watching this on YouTube, who is tightening this screw? Them. But is the conversation going to be about the lateness this time? No. He set his actions down here. What's the conversation going to be about this time? Attitude, now we're getting there. We need to have a conversation about the previous actions not being followed through on. Now you start to see the adjustment in the conversation. I'm looking over here just to see who's in and, and who's joining. What were, so I'm up here still in situation, what were the previously agreed actions? And he says, I said, I wouldn't go to bed on a, I wouldn't go drinking on a school night. I said I was also picking up girls was the other thing he said he wasn't going to do. I said I wasn't going to go and pick up girls. Um, and I said I was going to set two alarm clocks. Great. Action. So what happened? I went out drinking. I went out picking up girls. I slept through both alarm clocks. What's the impact of those actions not being followed through on? He says, doesn't look good, mate. 
amazing. I'm I'm really glad that we're we're on the same page here. I'm, you can tell my anger. I mean, it makes me angry thinking about the situation when I go back to it. What's the impact of that on the business? What's the impact of those actions not being followed through on on the career development? Absolute onus and responsibility on the individual. Nothing to do with me. Well, I say nothing. No, I'm there facilitating the conversation, but there is complete ownership for the individual. So they told me because it was their actions that were previously agreed. They didn't do what was said. They were completely aware of the impact of that. So based on everything that you just told me, what do you think the potential outcome will be? And then, you, and, and, you know, it's kind of that pause when I did this before. You can then hear literally the cogs turning as the individual starts to realise that it's their actions. They are failing to follow through on their word. And that actually the ramifications of that may be that they lose their job. Very powerful tool. What happened was, you know, I've got, I became, I'm open and honest about this in many of my training sessions. In fact, all of them when I do this. I was so angry though, and you know, after a period of time of working with this gentleman, I couldn't actually speak to him. Because he got to this point where he realized that he was not able to commit to his own word and what he was delivering on. In that conversation, I was waiting for him to respond and he just started to cry. And you, you know, if, if I say fully grown, I think he was 23 or 24 at the time. Now, your brain is still evolving until you're 24. Now, to put that amount of pressure on someone as a leader, that's not okay. I, you know, it's a fuller story that goes with that when I explain it. But to make someone feel like that, is, you know, no human has the you know, right to do that to another human being. It's not okay. So we have to be mindful that when we use this tool, if it's used um, malevolently and manipulatively, for the negative it's an exceptionally powerful tool and it does break people i hope everyone can kind of see where i'm going with this okay if used in the right way in a coaching framework to support the growth of another individual it is an astronomically powerful tool in the way that we pin this out in the way that we can structure personable professional dialogues to help individuals develop and move forward What's been useful, crikey, the time is flying. I'm going to do the five-point checklist that we talked about yesterday. I'm going to run through that hyper-fast in a second. What has been useful so far from what we have covered? And I'm going to find the best pens for what we're about to cover. What's been useful so far from today? You said with caution, use positively, absolutely. Learn to use what questions, agreed. How to escalate stead for persistent offenders, agreed. And now is, you know, what's the impact of 
this continued behavior, I may lose my job. Everybody knows that. If you're continually late, there's a potential you will lose your job. If you continually speed, at some point you will get a speeding ticket and you may lose your license. Everybody knows that. Nobody wants to be told that. So caveat on this, you know, is if you carry on doing this, you will lose your job. By doing that is literally a fast track to tribunal. Try to say the word, mouth gone dry. Yeah, you're, you're going to be on a fast track to go into court. If you threaten someone else and you have no right to do that, it's not okay to do that. If you're threatening people's job based on a behavior, that's that's court action. If you're asking someone these questions, not in a way so they just go, oh, you're going to get sacked. No, if you're asking the question, they go, actually, I need to change this behavior. You can document that. Okay, I can. Um, I'm aware, now that individual will document, I'm aware that if I carry on doing this, I may lose my job. Okay, great. What would you like to do differently? Based on that information, now, what's the cost if you don't? What's the benefit if you do? What would you like to do? Well, I want to do that. Fantastic. So if this um, tool is powerful, we can only be used with people to, uh, to of, with people um, who have potential for future. All people have potential. It's just not whether or not that individual wants to go in that direction. That's okay. It's their choice. You know, that's, that's the wonderful thing about being a human being is we have free will and we can go where or do whatever we care to do. And that's absolutely okay. Didn't get a chance to say goodbye to Cindy. She just had to leave for a call, but that's okay. So everyone has free will. And it might not be is, you know, the individual you're speaking to, they may not be able to hear it from you. If you're giving someone feedback, they may not be ready to hear that in that way from you. And that's okay. But if you don't give them that feedback, if you don't give them that information, you may have to tell them in some cases 99 times in order for them to hear it the hundredth time from somebody else. But if you don't do the foundation work, they may never hear it the next time. Now there's people that I've worked with, hand on heart guarantee this, that have worked with me in the past, but you know, I just couldn't get the message through for whatever reason, I wasn't the person to be able to tell them. I know though, at some point in the future from where we were together in the future, they were suddenly like, oh, now I realize what Nathan was saying, yeah? So we still have to put the legwork in, we still have to be the parent and the, the, the supporter. Super fast. You may have seen this model before, but you may not have seen it applied to feedback. Five point checklist for making sure that your feedback is exactly where it needs to be. The first one, is it true? When you're giving feedback, is that information true? Because if it's not, why are you doing it? Um, number two, is it helpful? So the feedback that you're giving, is it helping this person in a way to improve their job, what it is they do and how they're going to develop in the world? Yes or no? Is it inspiring? By the way that you're delivering that feedback, is it inspiring them to take a different positive progressive action? Something we talked about yesterday, choosing your battles, is the feedback actually necessary? Now that person might be two minutes late every day, but they work 45 minutes late every day. I've made that mistake before. Where were you? you know, it's 10 past nine, I was worried about it, whatever. 
they say you, no, you need to be on time okay well i work 30 minutes on my lunch break and i always hear later and I always do this now actually do we need to you know we're just mindful of the conversation that we have depending on the environment we're working in is the feedback actually necessary and if it isn't again why are we having the conversation and the last one is if you're going to be anything be kind because the way that you deliver it or the words that you're using or the approach you have if it's not kind why are you doing it if your feedback does not tick every single one of these when you're delivering it then don't deliver it it's as simple as that because if it's not ticking all of those it's coming from a place of ego and it's coming from a point of view of you wanting to make yourself feel better by delivering that feedback kind of offload some of your luggage hope that's useful this is you know i've seen there's, there's plenty of memes out you know it's often say before you speak think if you put this into google you'll see that there's um there's multiple kind of memes and whatever's of images of this but then when you start to apply it back into how you're delivering feedback and you use it as a checklist your feedback changes dynamic completely <sighs> we're well over time it's thursday it's the last one of the week I would apologize i'm not going to because i've enjoyed it so what has been useful from the feedback training this week that we have done what has been useful what have you taken away what is changing as a result of this in the future the checklist is very useful agreed and you can it's so easy this mnemonic the way this is set up you can just keep it in your head it's there as an instant tool to extract mustard chili really hot I'm going to make, make, maybe make my own company, Wasabi Training. We'll call it that. The Think Checklist is very helpful. It is. Like I said, you know, you, I've seen this countless times. And then when I was applying this, a few, you know, like I said, that gentleman that I was working, I was coming all from ego. You're making me look bad. And this is what I was saying to him. You're making me look bad. You're making my team look bad. You're making, you know, I've got to go and speak to my leader to, you know, to tell them what's going on with my results. And it was always me, 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 me. It's coming from my ego. I was justifying why I wasn't, you know, being, I was being unkind and I wasn't being inspiring because he, it was him. He was the problem. No, separate the two things. If you're not going to do this, people aren't actually going to respond to you anyway. They're not going to want to work with you, so they won't change. And as I said before, you know, it's the same as parenting and leadership are, the, are not two sides of the same coin. They're the same thing. You don't get to fire your kids. Maybe you give your children choices. You give the people at work choices and let them make the decision. It's up to them. You sometimes wish, depending on how old your children are, that they would do the things that you asked them to do, that you've told them to do, that you know would be beneficial for them. But they still have their own learning journey to go through. And that's also to be celebrated because they're making a, a free choice and their own decision and, and learning through their own experiences. We're just there to guide and support them. Hope this is useful. Hope this is truly useful. And this is going to add value to wherever you're going with the work that you're doing and the people you're connecting with. It is Thursday. 
it's a free day tomorrow. Well, from this, you get to have the whole of the lunch on your own, you know, but not with me. So look, thank you very much for today. Have I got um, the links? No, I have not, bear with me. I'm just gonna find the links. I'm working solo today because the wonderful Sarah is not with us today. Oh, did I keep it? No, I didn't. Right, you all know where the links are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it like that right now. You all know where the links are. If you have not registered for next week, next week is going to be a super deep dive. I say super deep dive. We're gonna be looking at the psychology of conflict. When you understand and looking at conflict resolution. So when you're looking at conflict and how you um, resolve it, it all happens before it even starts. Okay, this is how conflict changes shape. If you wish to learn about that, if you wish to learn, learn, learn these skills to help improve the dynamics of the conversations you're having, with yourself first and with other people and how to use this tool as a mental health first aid a professional safeguarding mechanism register go to our website mbmmakingbusinessmatter.co.uk and have a look on there and make sure you register for next week's training sessions um i hope this has been useful i'm just going to get the slides up to make sure done 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 and finally if you have not got your copy of the coaching cards now is the time to click through the link on there for the coaching cards thank you very much Aiden. looking forward to next week amazing looking forward to it next week as well everyone have a phenomenal rest of your week i look forward to seeing you monday see you soon cheers bye